Hello, beautiful people, and welcome into this story of podcast. My name is Bobby Levine, and as always, Jeff Webb. Did you uh, did you get like the ten inches of snow that we got up here in Columbus, Bob? No, my best friend and actually two of my best friends are in town, and they got out of the snow and the cold weather, and it's a little chilly tonight, but it's going to be like seventy degrees this weekend, so I can't complain. Why the hell didn't I cash in with my friend in Florida and come down? You gotta come down whenever. Or you go out to LA, like our guest tonight, Tyler Sherwin, coming all the way out from LA. Uh, Is the weather okay over there? It's beautiful. Good. It is beautiful. It is 72 right now. Oh, God. 72, sunny. It's It's like Florida, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's not Texas. It's not Texas this week. Yes, not yet. It's coming. Maybe. No, no, not, no, no, hopefully not. Okay. We have to introduce our guest this week because uh, I am super excited for this. Uh, Tyler is, first off, if you have Instagram, you have to go follow him. TS underscore magic. Uh, Tyler, you have to do your TikTok. I'm too old for TikTok. So you have to give yeah. me a TikTok shout out. It's, uh, it, yeah, it's Tyler Sherwin magic on TikTok. So you can find them both off of each page in the link in my link tree. Perfect. And uh, it's how I found you was someone sent me a, just a, a video on Instagram. And if you go to his page, you can literally stay and scroll for hours. And he's got uh, this web chat website called Omegle. It's if you're an adult, watch yourself. Cause it's dangerous uh, <laughs> to put it, to put it politely. Um, <laughs> And he does these little skits with, with his audience there. And he's absolutely dominated this magician world. And we're super happy to have you on. So thank you, Tyler. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely, Bobby. Thank you so much for having me tonight, you guys. I'm really excited to uh, to get to know you guys and to, to have some fun with this. Show you guys some magic, of course. So can you tell the audience out there uh, a little about yourself, just who you are, how old you are, where you're from, and how you kind of grew up? Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I, I've been doing magic now for 22 years. I never intended to be a magician. You know, I went to school studying business management and marketing at Indiana University. And I grew up in a, a small town outside of Indiana. And with this, I was like, okay, you know, I've got my life set in stone. I know what I'm going to do. I've got my whole entire path set. You know, I'm going to get a job full-time right after I graduate here in six months with a medical company uh, with Johnson & Johnson. It was a company called the Pusenthes, and it was an awesome company. Um, but in May, it was May 16th of 2016 or 2017. I ended up losing my job. They took that job and moved it to Cork, Ireland, which was kind of, uh, I was, I was really confused as to why, because I thought I had everything set in stone and I was good to go. So the next day I was talking to my girlfriend at the time saying, Hey, you know, I have this, I had this really weird dream of being a magician. And she's like, okay, well, where do you want to start your performance? And I was like, well, in my dream, I performed at Applebee's. And she looked at me and she's like, okay. Well, the next day she broke up with me because she didn't believe in my career as a magician because I wanted to be a magician at Applebee's. So she said, okay, well. I was like, okay, now this is, this is awful. You know, I've lost my job. I'd lost this dream job that was supposed to help me pay for my college tuition. And then I lost this girl that I was so excited about, you know, I was with her for nine months and I thought this was, could have been my future wife and everything. And then she completely leaves me because she doesn't think I'm going to be able to afford her and her lifestyle based on magic. So I was like, okay, this is uh, this is awful. How can it truly get any worse? Uh, then the next day, my dog was diagnosed with this very rare disease called blastomycosis. And, uh, it was crazy. It's, uh, blastomycosis basically is a fungus that you inhale. And when you inhale it, it attaches to your lungs and it grows spots and it starts to drown the victim. But before it drowns the victim, 
it's uh, it kills the brain from the back to the front and it makes the victim go blind. And this is the first case ever, like in the history of Indiana, that this has ever happened to any dog ever. So we had no idea what to do. And, you know, that was crazy. We ended up giving her medication and it was like $1,200, uh, $1,200 a month of just medication for her. And, you know, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, what do I do with my life? All of these things and everything in my life, whenever something bad happens, it's always in threes. And that's with a lot of people. So I was like, what do I do? I called my cousin who was the general manager of Applebee's and I asked her, hey, I have an idea. I know you guys have kids eat free on Wednesday nights. Would you mind if I just come in and I come and perform some magic for your guest and just see how, they're, how they react? She's like, well, yeah, absolutely. You know, we'll pay you in a meal and we'll give you 50 bucks for coming in and for two hours and doing magic. I'm like, hell yeah, it's 50 bucks. You know, that's awesome. I was like, okay, this is cool. This is on board. I go in and I perform for four tables. That's it in two hours. And I was very, very scared. And the last table I performed for though, this is where my life started to change immediately. That last table was a local news anchor from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm. And they said, you know, I love what you're doing. I love your testimony. I love, you know, I know you've gone through a hard time and I can see that with your story and with how you perform and how you, how you interact with people, you know, you have had a crazy life, but I want to try and help you in some way. So they gave me a uh, advertisement on a Sunday for their morning show where I was able to perform for the guest and do some magic for them. And uh, that was two weeks later. So I waited two weeks to get on the news. And next thing you know, like some of the videos, some of the tricks that I had done went crazy. So I ended up booking from one restaurant to 35 restaurants in three weeks of doing that. So my magic career immediately took off. And I had no idea, man. I was like, how am I going to do this? I put 50,000 miles on my car in one year in Indiana from driving. I would literally drive three hours for a show and then drive back that same day after working an eight hour shift. And it was crazy. It was so much fun though. Like the looking back at it, it was like, I was really dedicated at doing what I wanted to do, Yeah. but I was still, I was still wasn't sure like what to do with my life. You know, I didn't know why, why God, why do you want me to be a magician? Why? Out of everything I've ever done with my life, why a magician? You know, I've worked in at a roller skating rink growing up for years, and that's where my roller skating background video came into play. And I started, you know, I, I have always seen so many successful people in social media. And I was like, you know, maybe that's something I want to try and do. And I was like, no, I don't have the time for it. So I put everything aside until everything fell that I was trying to build up. And that's why I always tell people, you know, it's always good to have a plan B and a plan C, because if you have a plan A and everything in, is in that, you are going to be, you are, you are going to be going into this blind trail and have no idea what to do. Hmm. And that's scary, man. It's scary being like your own, like, I mean, owning your own business and everything in that way. Cause you know, we are not guaranteed paychecks. We are, we have to go and find the money let alone try and take care of your life and do everything else and try to balance time out. It's stressful. And that's how I felt booking 35 restaurants in just three weeks. But that was just the beginning of the good news. Then I had, uh, I performed at this third restaurant and there was this hostess that was there. And I'm like, okay. She caught my eye. I walked in and I did a kissing card trick to her after the show. So after I performed at the restaurant and did this up close magic for all of these people, I went up to her and I said, Hey, uh, do you like magic? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you went with the pen up the nose trick to win her over. I went up to her and I did that trick and she's like, not really, but she wasn't, you could tell she was like a little shy and I'm like, okay, you know, I think I got this. So I went up to her and I said, like, okay, hey, I've got two card tricks I want to show you and then I'm going to leave you alone. But I promise you, these are the only two tricks that you'll need to see. She's like, okay, perfect. So I had her take a deck of cards and she made nine piles out. She was able to shuffle them as much as she 
and do what you wanted. And I told her to turn over those nine cards and put those cards into your phone. Well, she turned over those cards and those cards that she put into her phone was my phone number. So it was an amazing magic trick that she did. So I got her phone number like that. So I'm like, all right, I already got your number. So I know this isn't the last time we're going to be talking. And then I was like, let's secure the deal. So I did a kissing card trick to, with her. And I literally had her sign a playing card. And I signed. Oh, no. Tyler, oh, no. I Tyler. folded it up and I had her put it in her mouth. And then I showed my card signed. Oh, ah, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I back? You went out yeah, for literally a second. Backpedal a little yeah. bit on that. Yeah, ba- yeah backpedal. Yeah, backpack. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um, I was doing this sign card trick, this kissing card trick, and I had her sign a card. I had her fold it up and put it in her mouth, and then I signed a card and I folded it up and I put it in my mouth, and I said, "Now the real magic is going to happen. I'm going to kiss you." And our cards are going to switch without any tongue action. And she's like, okay, whatever. So I kissed her and then the card switched. And she opened up the card and still to this day, I still have that playing card. And this girl ended up being my girlfriend and now she's my fiance and gonna be, you know, gonna be my wife. And so all of this has happened through magic. And, you know, then I was like, more, I need big no oh this is such tyler we're losing that's kind you. of where it all started was in indiana oh no <laughs> is it better tell me when yeah yeah, yeah, we yeah we're good we now okay perfect now that we're back man this sucks i'm so sorry you guys i'm definitely gonna get this all fixed up like no, i said you're still crying. a work in progress yes, but, um, yes so that was when i was like okay you know this entire time though of being a magician this was the crazy thing. Like my parents believed in me, but they didn't believe in me. If they truly believed in me, then they would support me and say, Hey, this is your life. You know, don't go get a nine to five job. Just do what you need to do with your life and succeed from there. But instead they were like, you know, Hey, I, this is great, but you need to look towards benefits. You need to look for health insurance. You, you know, they're being this, they're being this parent that wants security for me. And that's definitely something I was grateful for, but I also, at the same time, wanted to pursue my own dream and do my own thing. I grew up in a town of 30 people, you guys, like 30 freaking people. I didn't have neighbors in Indiana. Like I grew up in the middle of nowhere, 15 miles away from a gas station. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like 20 miles away from a Walmart, if that, even further. So when I told them I'm going to be a magician and, you know, I'm going to pursue my dream, they're like, it's never going to work. So what I, I can understand why it's such a big dream. That's everybody's dream is to pursue their dream. Mm-hmm. But that's where the barrier comes into play, where it is a scary fence. You have to jump over in some way. And if you can break through that and break through that fear and take that leap of faith, it's not going to be easy. And I'll never tell anybody it will be. It's probably still going to be the most challenging thing that you can ever do. But I'll never... I will never be this happy with my life if I have to settle for a nine to five job and work for somebody else and not do what I love. And it doesn't matter to me about the money or the fame or like the numbers. And that's what happens to a lot of people is it becomes a materialistic thing. But, you know, I'm very blessed with the following that I have and the videos and the ideas and everything that I've been able to do. I'm blessed with every opportunity because I was never, I started magic at an Applebee's dude. Like that was what I was going to do like for my life. You know, I, I had no idea that it would allow me to, you know, change my life, but give me the confidence and, you know, I guess the knowledge to help motivate and change somebody else's life to pursue their dream. Because that's why I think I'm here. Like the magic, it's great. I love it. I love performing magic. I'll talk about magic all day long. But I feel like the real reason why I'm here is like here on earth is, you know, to tell people the love that I have for God more than anything, but to show like my entire life and everything I've been led down has been from him. He's helped me up every step of the way. And I'm not saying the devil, and I'm not saying I was perfect by any means doing and being in the life that I am. But 
he's always been there to help me. And he's always been there to give me an opportunity. I almost even recently gave up my career as a magician. And it's because of COVID, you know, I know, Bobby, you said L.A. I'm actually in Las Vegas, by the way. I want to let oh, you know I'm that. sorry. I don't know why yeah, I kept saying fine. L.A. You're I'm fine. sorry. You're, you are you're in fine. Vegas. I, I, that's my fault. No. Okay. You're Go fine, ahead. Though. You're fine. You're fine. I, I just thought of that for some reason. I'm like, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew. Yes, but Vegas. I, um, you know, I, I just thought there's got to be something bigger here for me in my life and what I can do. And that was when I packed up everything in Indiana and moved to Las Vegas. Okay. And, you know, when I, that, that was a 29 hour drive and it was the biggest decision of my life where I lived and grew up with my family all around me, my entire life and having to change, you know, travel. That was, I think the biggest thing for me, the fearful thing, because everybody was 30 hours away. You know, I'm just excited to share with everybody that you can do anything you put your head to. And the only person stopping you truly is yourself because it's a lot of the thoughts like, should I post this? Should I do this? Will it benefit me? How will it hurt me? All of these questions. And it's like you're contemplating in your side, your head, and you're just battling these thoughts or battling these things in your head. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's when meditation truly comes into play where you can focus on who you are and your personality and your mentality on everything. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, But to answer your question, I know the question was my name, my age, where you're from, and how was your household? <laughs> and we went <laughs> off the track. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. So like getting started in Applebee's and then, you know, like, you know, getting on the news and then going 35 restaurants and all of that, driving all over Indiana. What was the point that, you know, that you knew like this was like your full-time job? Like, was it in the middle of that? Was it before that? I made it my full-time job as soon as I last lost my job. Okay. That was it. I wanted, yeah. I had no other option. And I told myself I had no other option, even yeah. though I did, you know, I was just getting ready to graduate from school and everything else. But I told myself I have no other option. So I'm going to make this work. No matter what I have to do, I'm going to make it work. And, you know, opening up the restaurant ideas and going to school, I did a lot of class projects for businesses and how to build businesses. And we all, everybody loved my magic in college. So we all focused on a magic kind of business. So throughout all of college, I was able to build these different business ideas that would either work, that would fail and kind of experiment with different things based on other people's work and, uh, you know, some of my friends, some of my colleagues. So, yeah. This this is, this is a two-part question, though, and, and we talked about it a little bit this before the podcast with David Blaine, and, and you kind of just hit on it with it, being in college, all your friends loved your magic tricks. David Blaine would always say that is it magic brings people together. People are fascinated with magic, and you finally go out to Las Vegas, um, but I see you on social media. I, I haven't been to Vegas in over two years so how did you end up deciding, you know what, I'm going to make these videos on Omega and then these reactions are amazing. I'm going to put them on social media and then I'm going to blow up this way. Like, how does that come together? Dude, that is actually, so this is the secret to what I did with social media. I was kind of blessed because I had a platform on Instagram before I even had a, a platform on TikTok. So I started my platform on Instagram after I kind of hit the peak in Indiana with with my magic shows when I was booked, you know, Wednesday through Wednesday through Sundays. So it's like, okay, I want to do something different. I'm tired of driving everywhere. So that was when I went out to Best Buy and, you know, got a credit card and maxed out that credit card with everything that I needed, whether I got a new Mac, I got a new phone, I got a brand new camera, I got new everything. And my dad said it was a complete waste of money. And he's like, you'll never use it. You'll never use it. And I'm like, trust me, I'll use it. Just give me some space to let me do this thing. And I didn't know what kind of magic I was going to do, though. I wanted to stand out in some way. So this was kind of the the moment where I started creating different magic tricks that nobody had seen before. And like taking props and taking props that were already made or gimmicks that were already made in the magic community, pulling them apart and re-engineering them into something completely different that nobody else would have thought of. 
And then that was when I actually combined vape tricks and magic tricks and created vape magic. Yes. So yeah. it's own little trend. And uh, I posted a video on Instagram and I had, you know, I think I had 600 followers in like four months of working my ass off. And then I got featured on a video uh, on one of these platforms. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going viral. Like I, that was my first initial. It wasn't even viral though. Like I didn't, I wasn't sure what viral was. But I'm like, this is such an amazing feeling. I was driving to college that day and I looked at my phone and I saw this video had, you know, 2.5 million views on Instagram. And I'm like, wow, out of a count that has 800 followers or 600 followers, that took me that day from 600 to, it was like 4,500 followers. And I started getting sponsorships in. Mm -hmm. But the thing is with sponsorships and with the vape companies and the vape community, I learned a lot about them. And you know, there, I, I learned a lot about pricing though, like social media pricing, which is absolutely insane. You know, I have, I have 134,000 followers on Instagram and I have uh, probably, I would say roughly 60 million views in three and a half years of working on it. Maybe more, probably more, but I don't know. That's just a rough estimate between all the videos, but I've never received a payment from Instagram for any of those videos or any of those short form videos. Whereas, you know, on TikTok, you know, they have a creator fund, but people don't truly understand how much money these companies are making with these advertisements and stuff. So I was like, okay, with these sponsorships, I'm going to charge these people money right away. I didn't know how much, but I was going to charge them. And that was when those started coming into play. Working on that, I kind of reached a peak with that because it came, it the vaping community died, everything went down the hill, vaping was just looked bad on. And it's, I mean, it was the thing that separated me from other magicians to get me out there at first. And then that's when TikTok came along. But believe it or not, I was performing on Omegle when I was 12 years old and that's how I used to perform 14 years ago. That's how I used to perform for people, believe it or not. <sighs> in the middle of nowhere in Indiana, you can't go and perform for anybody else. So I would, Oh my gosh, see so many inappropriate things at the age of 12 by performing. But that's how I've been able to write my script and all of these tricks with magic between that and working out here in Las Vegas. And uh, in May, I posted some videos and that was when I started TikTok. I started TikTok back in May. And between May all the way up to December, I got 75,000 followers or 79,000 followers. It was a nice amount. It was more than I had on Instagram at the time. So I was like, this is awesome. But it was a lot of work to get there. You know, mm -hmm. posting three to five times a day, every single day for four months straight. You know, I have over 10,000 videos that I filmed in the last two years just from Instagram and TikTok alone. Wow. But I did learn, you know, I, I learned a lot about social media in all of this. And I almost gave up just recently, like I said, in uh, November. This is the weirdest thing. This is when God, this is why I said God is so, just pushes me so much. I feel like is because I literally prayed to God and I told him, you know, I am out of everything. You know, I don't have any money. I don't have, you know, I'm not booking any deals with anybody. You know, I'm trying to make content and trying to do all of these other things. Like, what am I doing wrong? How can I stay afloat? How am I going to pay for next month's rent? And next thing you know, and two days after my birthday, December the 13th was the video I posted at night and I was sitting there playing Call of Duty. I was playing some Warzone and I told my buddy, I was like, dude, I'm going viral. He's like, dude, shut up. You always tell me you're going viral and you don't. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm going viral. It's got 40,000 views in the first hour. And I'm like, that means it's put on some sort of FYP page. That's It's posted on something big. And then in five minutes, it went from 40,000 views to 200,000 views. And I'm like, okay, the most views I have had on a video prior to this was 7 million. And I never thought that video would even get that. But the amount of engagement that this got from this Omega reaction was priceless. And I think that moment... When people, people would be able to, that's what I think I love most about my content when it comes to being a magician is this is the most natural form in the most organic way 
to, to get content. There's Mm -hmm. nothing scripted, you know, it's all improv. And these are complete strangers that are either whacking it or, you know, ready to have some fun. And, you know, it's disgusting. It really is. And if you guys are on here watching tonight, going on Omegle can be very scary, but if you use the hashtag TikTok or the characteristic TikTok, you will not see any at all. It's a, it's a much cleaner platform that they keep an eye on. So it's, that's always what I go on. And plus it's really cool to meet people on there that have, you know, seen my content from, uh, from Instagram or from Instagram or TikTok. It's so cool to run into people that have say, you know, I've seen your video. A lot of people recently on your recent videos have said like, Oh, I know, I know you, I know you. I'm like TS underscore magic. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, It was crazy. I just, I'm like, how the hell do you know me? Like why? Because of really like, that's the freaking thing that changed my life. Really? Out of everything I've ever done in my life. God, why? Why? Like, I just don't understand. (laughs) Oh my. So it's, Ah, man, it's just absolutely nuts because I throwing throwing in the towel and calling my dad and having my dad and that I think was the hardest part was calling my dad and telling my dad, you know, hey, you know, you were right. I need help and I need to get home. And I never asked. I never asked for money from anybody and I never wanted to. And, you know, none of that matters to me. Like I said, the money and the number doesn't matter. Just being able to provide a smile and to encourage somebody to pursue their dream and let them know, hey, you know, it's not going to be easy, but you can do anything. That I think is why I continue to push with TikTok. Because I went from 70,000 followers to 950,000 followers in just a month after working with it. But I busted ass though. It wasn't like, oh, he just got lucky with one video. No, people didn't realize I would spend 12 to 18 hours a day filming for seven days a week on my laptop, getting like my spines, it was all messed up from sitting (laughs) down so long, you know? But that's what it would take sometimes to get some of those reactions. And the magicians that I work with know that. They, They were like, dude, how long are you on there? I'm like, dude, you know, I get a little drunk. I'll have some fun. I'll go on and kind of just try to relax and just jam out. And that's kind of what I've always done. I think Omegle is great because, you know, you can sit there and practice like working on different illusions and making things disappear and you can see yourself. It's just like, just like this. I mean, whether even if it's a coin trick, I don't know how it look good. A coin trick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, man. But that's the secret to social media. There's a lot of like hidden things in that though. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot to the algorithm that people don't really understand. Like you can't just post a video when you want to post the video, you have to post it at the appropriate time for that day. And there's different time zones and different time frames. And then you have to schedule those posts out and you have to be on those posts and comment back to every single person. And I try to go on their page and like all of their posts too. And I'm just, it's just me trying to put all of this together. So it's a lot of work on my shoulders. I have work for three and a half more years going on my plate right now that I need to start getting some funding in and start working towards so I can start hiring out people to help me get this thing up and going. And that's why I'm doing this, you know, the Blend TV opportunity. This is the, the newest opportunity where I'm able to just take the content that I currently have, put it into a show format. And I'm going to be building a, a Taj.0 basically kind of TV show with uh, magicians content and being the host of that. And then I'm also um, writing a script right now and working on a, a game show as well with this, where it's gonna be a magic game show and it's gonna have random people from Omegle in on this random game show. And it's gonna be really cool. So we're, we're planning out a lot of really big things for the future. It's just uh, now we just gotta be patient and wait for it all to happen. So with this like uh, television thing you're you're planning, um, like what what's your what's your end goal here? Is it like to get on? Are you actually like getting on cable? Are you getting? Are you like live streaming a lot of this stuff? What are you looking for? No, this is actually all broadcasted on a, a TV company called Blend TV, and so they own a um, they own some servers out here in Las Vegas, and they're actually building a film studio out here in Las Vegas. And so the film studio is actually in the same facility as where I am at, where my office is. The film studio is just a couple doors down and it's uh, you know, it's a 15 foot ceiling high and it's 25 feet by 25 feet. So it's a nice big box that we're going to be filling everything in for that. 
I think the end goal with this blend TV opportunity, truly, I don't think there is an end goal. I don't think I have an end goal because this is, there's so much to do with this opportunity. Mm -hmm. The thing that I see with this and the channel that one of the channels that I'm producing, I have five channels in the works that we're producing and talking with creators with and content creators with and getting people on board. But for the one channel that I really want to focus on the most is the worldwide magic TV. And that's not for my personal content or to, you know, make a lot of money through that channel or anything in that mean way. But I want to rebrand magic the proper way that it's actually supposed to be shown. I want people to understand magic is not a prank. Magic is not a script. Magic is magic is best when it's at its most realistic form. Unless you can edit magic into it like Zach King. That's amazing. He took magic and his ideas with magic and video edits, edits that. But it looks real. Mm -hmm. And but, you know, I get tired of seeing the magicians that are like the number one magicians on, you know, social media platforms that will just teach people magic tricks for views necessarily, or, you know, just share the secret where it ruins that moment for people. So if I ever do this magic trick where I shove a Sharpie up my nose and I know it's an easy trick that a lot of people know, but I've run into just problems with like content creators. You know, I was never in the magic industry. I was never in a, a specific industry because I didn't have time for it. I just wanted to focus on me and my life and what I was doing. But now after I've done all of that, the biggest thing is networking by mm -hmm. far. Mm -hmm. So that's what I am really focusing hard on now more than ever is just networking with people and talking to people and just getting to know people like with clubhouse, like, and, and just kind of expanding in that, because, you know, you never, you could, you never know who you're going to meet. I met this guy, the may that the way that I met this blend TV opportunity is absolutely freaking mind bottling. That's why I'm saying my life, God is just running it because I went up and I went up to a slot machine out here in Vegas in June and I put 20 bucks into the slot machine and I hit max bet and I won 1700 bucks on it. And I was like, holy shit. I've never won it. I've never won a jackpot in my life. This is awesome. That next day I bought uh, two plane tickets to go to Seattle to go see my friends I haven't seen in five years. And then on my flight home from Seattle, I sit next to this guy who's the owner of Blend TV and who's broadcasting all of this. And so we started talking and, you know, he opened up a lot of opportunities for me through networking and through this model right now, what I see with this and being the future of I'm working on with this worldwide magic TV here in three and a half years, we're going to be doing a worldwide magic tour. And we're going to be we've got six months right now in the UN that we're already registered and ready to go with here in either 2024 or 2025, depending on what's going on with COVID. We've got two months in India, we've got two months in China, and we've got two months in Japan. We're also looking at adding Brazil and the United States is going to be included as well as Canada. And so that's I'm going to take a tour of magicians and go and do that from the broadcasting channel and have them tour on that. And then we're also building an internal magic, uh, an internal magic shop. So everything that's going to be needed for the mag magicians to create the magic used in the channels is all going to be broadcasted all within the same, same facility. So that's what we're working towards. Rebranding magic. You are amazing, man. Seriously. And I do want to go back and comment on, uh, watching your videos and sometimes you'll do tricks and sometimes I'm, I, I think to myself, how the fuck is he doing it? And then you tell me that there's people that are, are, are describing the trick. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't want to know because that's yeah. what the whole thing. And you're right. Magic. That's what makes it is the, my reaction or the people that you have on Omega. It's there. It's real. It's a hundred percent real. And I, I think you're doing everything correct, man. You're, you're an amazing man. I do want to ask though, how, Munano, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Where did it come from, and and why do you apply it to everything? Because that does make you stick out, dude. Honestly, man, I was sitting on Omegle and I never even heard anything. And I heard a kid say something like it. He was trying to say something, and I was trying to copy him. And I'm like, what the hell did he just say? And I did not even know I was saying it. I truly didn't because in the next video was those guys, and I was so I was so unprepared. I was like, what the hell was he saying? Was he's like, is that what he said? And then when I said it, the guy said it back to me. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell this means. Like, what the, what is this? You guys know this too? What is this? And they're like, and I'm like, what? 
coñano. So I just thought of it being something a little bit different. I thought of it being its own language. And I thought of it being like abracadabra. And after I posted that, I saw Jay kind of funny. And he posted, he would do Munano pranks and stuff. And I was like, you yes. know, that's brilliant. That's awesome. I love that. But I, that, you know, I'm not a prankster. Like I'm not going to go and, you know, personally mess with somebody to, to get my ass beat or anything in that way. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm afraid of that dude. And I know his stuff is a lot of his stuff is scripted too. And like all played out, but with, um, I've been trying to get in contact with him. I've sent him emails. I've sent him messages. He comments on my videos and stuff. You know, I would love to do a collaboration video with him because, you know, he does the pranks and I'll do magic and then we can combine that and create a, an awesome thing, dude. I know it. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how it will with Clubhouse. I'm getting involved, you know, with his manager and getting involved with a lot of other managers. So now I'm getting my foot in the door and people with my platform will... Um, just kind of, I, I, it's kind of like a, a respect thing. I feel like when somebody comes in with a larger platform and then people are just willing to listen to kind of find out why are they are there, who they are and figure out what they're doing with their life. So yeah, wow. crazy, crazy yeah. stuff, man. I just, I don't know. I don't know where this is, op- this opportunity is going to take me. You know, I have no idea. I am completely on this weird blinded road but now i am just like god this is you use me and show me what you want me to do and you know i i just cannot believe it still i cannot fathom the the life that i've i've had in just two years of living in vegas from the connections and people that i've met out here you know performing for you know i mean dan Bolzerian and mike tyson and you know lamar odom and all of these people and just continuing to con- con- continuing to network and just do magic. Yeah. Can you tell us about any of the other magi- magicians in uh, Vegas? Have you met any of the, the like uh, the high profile ones? Yeah, absolutely. I've, uh, I, so one of my good buddies is Xavier, uh, Xavier Mortimer. He actually has a show at Bally's, uh, but he is very big on Instagram and social media now. He's got, I think, I don't know how many followers, I think 5 million or 6 million on, uh, on Facebook. And he's, he's a good guy. He's done a lot of good things. I've met David Copperfield, of course, and talked with him and he, he doesn't like to, he doesn't ever recognize you. That's kind of why I've never, I've met Penn and Teller a couple of times. I've met, you know, I've met a lot of like the famous magicians, but I don't, you know, they're doing their own busy things in life and, I, I don't know. I just feel like every time you go up to him and meet him, it just feels like, you know, that's part of their business and that's all they just want to do is just say hi. And, you know, none of it's real. It's all staged, I feel like. But mm. I know Xavier's isn't since I personally have hung out with him quite a few times. So mm. I got to know him. Um, yeah, I, it, it's really scary, man. The magic community is not what everybody thinks that it is. And there's a lot of politics and a lot of drama in the magic community that I've seen. And, you know, I haven't been a part of a lot of it, but I have been a part of some of it. And it's, it's a cutthroat business, man. People steal everything from you. They'll steal your, your routine. They'll steal the idea of how you're performing your trick. If you have a viral video that goes out, they're going to, they're going to say, Hey, this is how the video was done just to get views on you. Like all of these things are real. That's why I wanted to produce my videos on a broadcasting platform. That why everything's copyrighted in my name. And if they steal any of my show, I can take the legal action. Right. proper legal action so working towards that because it's uh it's a flawed system man and there's definitely some things that can be some things that can be figured out you just have to have either the right money or the right people now your costumes can you can you take us down that road because uh for the people that are going to go to your page now after listening to this they're going to see that different skits you have different routines different yeah. outfits different ways of delivery how do you come up with that because you have the joker in one of them you're on skates and the other ones i mean it's wild man dude i honestly have no idea like growing up i've loved impressions and like trying to impersonate people or like even dress up as people and i thought it'd be funny as hell to just get on omega one night as dressed up as like captain jack sparrow, jack sparrow <laughs> yep. where's the rum and you know just go and have fun with it so i 
I was like, okay, let's, I bought that hat, I think four years ago in, um, in North Carolina. I was in North Carolina and I bought it over there and I got it at a souvenir shop and I was like, I'm going to turn this into Captain Jack Sparrow. And my fiance was like, no, you're not going to even use that wig. <laughs> so I put it over there and I put it on my head and I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's put some makeup on. Let's have some fun. I think the characters just come from like messing around. You know, I have spent hours and hours and hours shopping on Amazon, every single costume place to find the stupidest shit that I possibly could. Like, that's what I wanted people to like, look. that's what I love about my stuff is it's not just magic. It's a lot of comedy behind it too. And it's because I deal with a lot of hecklers all of the time. So actually here, I'd, uh, I'd love to show you one of the, my favorite tricks that I just show people uh, that are heckling me. Would you guys like to see a trick? Please, please. Fantastic. I'm getting it set up real quick. All right. Scooch this down. Oh, let me see. Oh yeah. Oh yes. It's a good, it's a brand new deck of cards. My favorite feeling in the world. All right. All right. Um, Bobby, let me have you help me. Tell me any time to stop. Stop. Are you sure? Yeah, we'll go with it. Remember this card. All right. This might go into your uh, your next question. Okay, I'm going to take your card. I'm going to cut it into the middle of the deck. Right, it doesn't matter if I see it. Um, the seven of spades was your card, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Let me put these back inside the card box. Awesome. Got the card box here. Now what I'm going to do is put all the cards inside the box, and the craziest thing has already happened. I was able to make all of the cards disappear without you seeing me do it. Hmm. Now, the most amazing part is about to happen. By snapping one card actually comes back inside of the empty box. Shows me, baby. <laughs> Seven of spades. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for me to be a Munano card. I was like, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> no, obviously that's not the seven of spades. But maybe that's a hint to where the seven of spades oh, is. Uh, this guy is amazing. <laughs> He's fucking amazing. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's uh, one of my absolute favorite tricks that I've created between that one and the dick in the box, but I can't go and describe that to you. <laughs> oh, man. So do you have the seven of spades tattooed right there? Yes, I have the seven of spades tattooed here. And then I've got, uh, I actually have 52 tattoos. So that's how that trick works. So, oh, wow. no, I'm just kidding, guys. I don't have 52 oh. tattoos. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know two of them. I thought no, he was giving it away right now. Yeah. Oh, no, man. I couldn't do that. No, I have, um, yeah, I have two card tattoos as of right now. I'm actually going to be getting another card tattoo on my ass. So I'm going to bet people $100. I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to bet you 100 bucks. I get your card tattooed on my ass. I'll pay that card. I'll pay that tattoo off in a minute, man. It's going to be super yeah. sweet, simple, easy to the point. Or, and that'll be for like my stage shows out here in Vegas. And when I go back on tour and everything, just, just if people mess with me, I'm not actually going to put that in my show. Mm-hmm. That's just a, a good heckling trick along with some of the, uh, like the nun trick and some of my other favorite tricks. So it's good stuff. what do you plan to like, I guess, how far are you willing to go for your tricks? Because this, uh, cause tattoos are, you know that's that's permanent (laughs) like is that like you're so dedicated that you're willing to put it like on your body i'm gonna die for magic (laughs) like honestly like i feel i i live i live for magic so whatever i need to do whatever it needs to be i've done some of the weirdest shit in the world like some of my fun tricks like my carrot trick did you guys ever see that uh with the with the carrot down your throat you pull it out yeah. So like people think, dude, anybody who ever thinks that I deep throat a carrot like that is I have pulled the shit out of you. Like that is the one thing that I always love to tell people is like people think I literally have a carrot like lodged in the middle of my throat. I wish I could do that talent. That'd be badass. You know, I can't do it. So I had to figure a way out how to. So I <laughs> created this, you know, unique tech, unique technique to uh, perform that carrot magic trick. Uh, 
I wish I knew where my carrot was so I could show you, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll pull it out. And I'm, and that's what I thought too. I was like, yeah, they're lighted on fire, baby. Light it on fire. Yeah. There's nothing except for, Oh shit. I thought that was a hundred dollars. It was supposed to be, I messed up my magic trick. <laughs> no, he'll pull it out here. Watch this. I don't know how he does yeah, it, right man. Down. I don't want to know how he does it. He's fucking amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. It really means the world. I just am glad that, you know, somebody can appreciate some of the weird shit that I've gotten into in my life. And because it's okay to be weird. It's okay to be you. And so many people are afraid to be themselves because they're afraid of being judged, whether it's on social media or whether it's in person. But if you separate yourself from everybody else, people will see that. And then people, that's what are going to make people fall in love with you. But the thing that I tried doing my entire life was like, you know, making sure everybody loved me, everybody. I wanted everybody to love me. Dude, I got some crazy freaking threats and shit, like death threats over my magic tricks that didn't even inflict anybody. Like with social media, I have had people tell me consistently, I hope you get cancer. I hope you die. You know, a lot of evil things from people. But it's like, you know what? If people are going to talk that way to you and they won't say it to your face, or even if they do say it to your face, you got to cut them out of your life, no matter who they are. Get rid of them because those people will bring you down more and more and more. And that's why social media was so hard for me, man. I would take everything so personally. I would say, yeah. why would somebody want me to kill myself? Why would somebody say, even though they have no idea the lifestyle or like, my life of how not I, well myself even personally struggling with suicide when I was younger, but even some of my friends and my family members that are very close to me that committed suicide. So it's like people have no idea the lifestyle because I don't, you know, I don't want to go in and talk about all of that to try to, you know, deplete the conversation or anything in that way. But I want to make sure that people are aware, you know, you never know what people are going to go through or what they're currently going through. And a lot of it can be quiet, man. A lot for me, you would never know. You would never know that I would be struggling with anything, and because I'm really good at hiding, and I'm a magician, I have to be good at hiding. So, in that case, the song "Lonely" by Justin Bieber is 100% real, and I love using that as an analogy and like an example because, you know, you could have everything in the world, but you're still lonely in the end. Mm. Damn, we, we could have changed this podcast up dramatically and gone down a route like that. But yeah, we did. Yeah. That, I know that's what I'm saying. You go from like fun, energy, you know, that I've had, I have just had the weirdest life, man. Like, we, this is just one episode. I hope there's future episodes and stuff too, because I have so many stories, man. And I'm so excited to continue to, to continue to write this stuff down. Oh, am I here? You're good. No, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're, you're good. good. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. It said internet. I said internet was unstable again. Um, but I, you know, I just have so much, so much I'd love to say and just a short period of time more or less. And that's kind of how it is, man. That's why I'm creating this course right now. And kind of like a, the story about me and this kind of documentary about me. Hell yeah, man. I have we'd no more questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I, yeah. We'd love to do that again and, and, and possibly get deeper. I mean, we, we got the shell of you. We got, we understand the TikTok star, the Instagram star of Tyler, but maybe we can have you on in a month or two and get yeah. how the reason why you tick this way. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would absolutely love doing that. You know, any way that I can, you know, shed some love and like give people hope or joy or energy or motivation to pursue their dream. Mm -hmm. That's my calling here on earth, man. And that's all that I want to really do with my life. So that's, that's wow. it. Do you want to end the podcast with one more trick before Jeff signs us off? Of course, of course. <laughs> Let me do it. Uh, okay. This is a fun. Oh shit. Give me, let me grab, let me grab this, uh, this toilet paper real quick. You guys. Oh, boy. oh wait um even worse i have a i have a sword would you guys like to see me swallow a sword shut up i actually so no dude it's crazy i have met some unbelievable people here in las vegas and they swallow swords left and right man and it's it's unbelievable so they've taught me how to that's the carrot thing i can't do yet but i'm working up to it baby <laughs> working oh, on deep throat of carrot yeah <laughs> <laughs> This thing. Now, I 
truthfully, I'm still working on it, so I might not be able to go. I mean, if it works, it'll look awesome. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. I mean, please call 911. I have my, I'll share my location with you guys. Because <laughs> there's nobody here in this office. So I hope uh, somebody at home is watching and it has my phone number or something. Here we go. I hate this. Oh. All right, guys. Wish me luck. <clears throat> okay. I don't like this. Uh, I neither do I. Don't scare me. All right. <laughs> Oh, I gotta concentrate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here we go. Ready? Uh huh. <clears throat> it worked. I don't know how good it was. Here, you guys want to know the secret? It rolls. Oh, up. you roll. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Oh, oh my god you, you have me nervous i was like what happens <laughs> like what, what this is how we end the podcast tyler's just dead over there in Vegas. <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely you know i just uh you know i, I just want to say i appreciate you know you both i mean jeff and bobby i appreciate you guys for having me on the show tonight you know this is really cool it's something that i've never done before but something i've always been interested in and you know, this is a, an exciting new venture for, you know, with me and my career. So having me on here has really, really inspired me to continue to grow and expand and adapt to different things. So I just want to say thank you guys for the call tonight. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, this has been the story of podcast. We are on Friday nights now uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, we're off next week, but we're coming back the week after. And uh, we're going to be live here on Facebook and Instagram as always, uh, with another amazing guest. Uh, we'll be sure to have Tyler on another time in the future. We can do some more tricks for you. We can get a little bit more into the person and how he ticks. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find this podcast audio form anywhere you find podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, if you want to look at the video, you can go on Facebook and, you know, we might even have to post this one to YouTube because it was just so, uh, visually dependent, uh, with Tyler's amazing tricks. Um, but yeah, shoot us a follow on Instagram at the story of pod underscore shoot Tyler a follow on Instagram. I'm sure you're already following him, <laughs> but please go out and support the guy. Uh, he is at TS underscore magic. Of course. Uh, all around the interwebs uh, and maybe hop on Omegle and uh, put the safety filters in and hope <laughs> yeah. to God that you find him and not something else. <laughs> and I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Tyler, again, thank you and everybody have a good night.